Welcome, welcome to the Urban Business Roundtable presented by Aerial Investment. This voice you are hearing, it's not Curtis Monday, of course not. It's super producer, Sonia L. Tompkins. You all know what that L stands for? Love. I have love for everyone. <laughs> so again, welcome to the Urban Business Roundtable presented by Aerial Investment. This weekly radio show is dedicated to the creation and the growth of the urban entrepreneur and small business owner. You can listen to UBR Live on Saturday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And the condensed recap on Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Thursdays at 6.05 p.m. Go to WVON.com and click on the Urban Business Roundtable banner and download the full podcast. Okay, UBR listeners, remember you can engage with all the guests on today's show by calling 312-705. No, that's not the number. What's the number, Titus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving out the guest number. <laughs> 773-591-1690 is the number to call in to engage with our guests. Now, you know, we normally open up the show with uh, Curtis' uh, favorite song, Anything by Jay-Z. But today we had an extension. We had another song that played throughout um, right after Jay-Z. Sounded pretty good, I think. What you think, uh, Titus? Did you like the song? I love it. And so, actually, it's part of um, our next guest who's on the line with us now. A Chicago-based production company, Direct Connect Music Group, has been enlisted to work with the NFLA in the Orchard on a new project called Draft Day, which includes several music albums with original hip-hop tracks by NFL, current, and retired football stars and local Chicago artists. I just love this song. I can't wait to talk to this gentleman. And so on the line with me right now, on the line with me right now is Derek Williams. Derek, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am wonderful. Thank you for asking. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. No problem. Derek, this song I just played, that song was awesome, I have to say. Um, I want you to give us a little information about the song that was just played. Um, Well, All On Me was created for the concept is. A draft day. Can you can you relate to being in a position where you think your life's about to change? But more importantly, as kids, when you work out, or as an adult, when you work out, you needed something to push you. Yes. So that's really how we came up with that song. Because at the end of the day, it's on nobody but yourself. So it's all about yourself. So you have to push yourself. So that's where the concept for All On Me came about. And if you listen to the lyrics, kind of intertwined about, you know, the strength of a lion, you know, the roar of a lion. So the lion is the king of the beast of the jungle. So I relate that to sports. You have to be a king and you have to be a beast on that field in order to push yourself. So this song is one of those that we created to push ourselves. Awesome. Well, let me ask you this. How did this partnership uh, come together with Direct Connect and NFLA? Well, I had an idea. Um, Well, I wanted to bring a producer to the sports lane that specifically catered to football players at the moment. 
And um, also I wanted to give back, and this was a way of creating something to give back and also to be able to allow those alumni of the NFLA to be able to have their own production company to suit them for their music careers. Okay. And for the ladies that are listening, the acronym, (laughs) NFLA, tell me what that means. For uh, Never Freaking Losing Again. What? Yes. Never Freaking Losing Again. Because, you know, it's a sports thing. Um, It's also within your endeavors. You have to have the mindset of not losing. And um, this was one of those opportunities I felt like, okay, I'm going to draw a line in the sand, and I'm never losing again. You know what I thought NFLA meant? (laughs) That's why I said for the ladies who don't know. I thought that was National Football League Association. (laughs) Uh, I, I stand to be corrected. However, that is what the NFLA, but the NFLA is an alumni association, so there's two A's. So it's the National Football League Alumni Association, and that is true. Okay, okay, no problem. Thank you, thank you for that. And so what did this mean to you by connecting these football players with uh, Chicago talent? How did that come about? How did you know who to pick? Well, well, let me let me backtrack. Let me backtrack here. First, tell us a little bit about you, Derek. How did you get into the music industry? I've been doing music for quite some time, um, for over 20 years. Uh, and um, I actually went to school in Atlanta and uh, back then they had the um, the music vibe, the music wave that was uh, that we all know to, to come now was back in 1989 when the wave actually started and I was in that space and um, you had the Dungeon Family and you had Jermaine Dupree you had uh, Dallas Austin those were the pioneers and, and L.A. Reed and Babyface they pioneered the music thing so I kind of, I've always wanted to do music since I was a kid, but I stayed with it, um, and I've worked with quite a few people, but I was always more of the person who stayed out of the way, not in the limelight of things, and I just felt like, okay, doesn't cut the fact that I am who I am, but, you know, music is ego-driven, and there's a lot of people that just have to have that shine, I'm not one of those persons. And that's why I like the NFLA concept with this DJ NFLA because you really don't know who the producer is. Okay. It's like a mystery thing because players, the football players, they wear helmets. And unless you actually know them, you won't really know their true talents on the field or off. And I feel like I represent that as well with the uh, concept that I came up with and the actual fact that the way I do music and the people that I work with yeah, speaking of the people that you have worked with, you worked with some big names um, here. Um, yeah, me, me and my team, I have a team. It's not just me. Okay. I, I assemble a team around me because uh, I think that it's a, a better chance of mailing everything. There's nothing that we can't do. Um, but we work with um, A-listers in the music industry. Uh, uh, currently, currently, the football players, which we really – wanted to know about is um, Morris Claiborne. He's a Super Bowl champion for the Chiefs. He's an outstanding rapper. Um, really? Got, yes, ma'am. He's got, uh, I got Cole Beasley. 
played for the Dallas Cowboys, an okay. outstanding rapper. Yeah. Now, and all these have, people on the um, draft day? Compilation? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And then I have the um, five-time Super Bowl champ, uh, Andre Riser. And uh, he's got a story to tell. And uh, he's an excellent rapper as well. Wow. So there are, there are so many um, rappers that actually can actually rap. But some they know about, and then there are a lot that they don't. So I want to give those that do not know about those rappers an opportunity to not only put their music, <clears throat> take their music to the next level, but be able to put their music out in the world globally. Okay, so is that what you're going to do after this compilation or after this um draft day? Yes. Are you going to have these people that you just named, are you gonna have them out in the universe so we all can hear and their their talent? Oh yeah, we're working on projects now. Actually some of the projects are already done. We're just actually trying to figure out how we wanna release them because we have to do the visuals as well. So um that's that's something that's in the pipeline. Like Andre has a full project ready to go, but he has a Netflix series that they're working on, so they want to finish that up. And he has a book, so we want to kind of tie everything in so that it'll work out. But uh, yeah, I have everything locked and loaded in the clip, and we're just trying to be patient and put it out. But definitely, it's coming. So, why was this partnership important? Why a NFL album? What what's to that? Who came up with this? Well, like idea. I said, God gave me the idea of giving the uh, NFL players an opportunity to put their music out. Um, the tie-in, it could have went with the NFL, but uh, they have so many restrictions of what they can do, and, you know, they have to protect the shield. So it was probably an easier idea to contact a smaller division of the NFLA, uh, I mean of the NFL, excuse me, to mm-hmm. be able to, get in so mm-hmm. to speak and i felt like that was the easiest path less resistance to be able to put this together okay now before you teamed up with um is it sony yes ma'am before you teamed up with them had you heard these football players rapping oh before yeah, well, I'm in, yeah i'm i'm you know i'm pretty much um I keep my ear to the street. You have to in order to, to know what's out here. So um, there are, uh, I would honestly say, I mean, this thing is this thing is real with these athletes that can actually rap. Just because they play sports, God gave them other gifts, too. That's right. And, if you, and you know, I want to give people the opportunity to put their music out, especially if they can really do it. And it's just God blessed me with the idea, and then he gave me the instructions. Idea. Hey, yeah, I he love this. The, yeah, he's just, he gave me the idea, and he gave me the instructions, and I'm just walking in my purpose. That's it. Yes, yes, you are. So Direct Connect, now you founded this in 2020, but I'm going to assume from all these stellar artists that you have connected with, you mm-hmm. were doing something before Direct well, Connect. I've been I've been direct connect for a very long time, okay. but I have, I've had other businesses mm-hmm. and uh, I've had other partners. I've been responsible for a lot of the local talent, um, especially the younger guys that um, have made their way. Uh, I was responsible for 
producing them, touching them in some type of way with music, you know, uh, guiding them, navigating them. So Direct Connect's been around. I was doing sound branding. I used to do uh, curations for boutique hotels in South Beach, Miami. Um, Okay. My wife and I, yeah, well, we were uh, visiting Miami. I had an idea of sitting in um, a lounge, and it would rain, and I said to her, like, wow, wouldn't it be nice if we could just have this place and have, you know, my friends that's in the industry come to the places and patronize them, but we can play music, and it wouldn't be a big thing. And that led to me curating, and I was able to land contracts <clears throat> for the boutique hotels to program their music for their uh, staff and for the hotels. Oh, wonderful. Well, let me ask you this. How do you scout for talent? You know, I always wanted to be uh, a talent scout, scouter. Because <laughs> I run into so many people, and I have a gift of gab, and I just go on, and I see so much talent, and I'd be like, man, I wish I could do something for you. And nothing I can you do. know, and, and music is spiritual to me, uh-huh. and I think that you can't look for it. It's almost in the sense of the dating world. You can't always look for the person that you plan to spend you know, the rest of your life with or some time with. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it, it has to be a spiritual connection. So, um, yes, you can hear talent, but you have to know what to do with it or, or what they lack or how to make them great and not good. They, you know, I never tell a, an artist that they're not good. I just, you know, there's good and great. And uh, I'm not a dream killer. So I, I just want to make sure, yeah, I just want to make sure that, Anybody can do this. You just have to have the dedication, the will, and and you have to want to listen. That's the biggest problem. People, they do not want to listen. And if you don't listen, how can you grow? That's right. You got to challenge yourself. And it goes back to that all on me thing because it's definitely on the person. I can't want it more for a person than they want for themselves. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, joining me on the mic is your favorite millennial Cleopatra Draper. Cleopatra. You all remember to say Cleopatra, because if I say Cleo, she's going to get me. <laughs> so, Cleopatra, welcome to the show. Well, good morning, uh, and thank you for joining us. And, you know, my number one question to you is, what's next? Give me your five-year plan and set the vision for where you want to take the work that you're doing and uh, the talent that you are discovering. Uh, well, let me say that the five-year plan is already in the works. Uh, this, this particular project that I'm working on, it gives me another opportunity to just, I'm sitting on a lot of unreleased music. Mm. Quite naturally, we produce for, you know, so many different people in the industry. Um, and we just have an opportunity. Well, when you work with writers and you work with producers, the way my background was publishing, so you know, it's kind of it, I got discouraged because I put a lot of records into the system, and what I mean by that, I submitted them for artists, and the competition was kind of fierce, and I had to think about how do you get your music placed, and it's not about giving it to the company and then allowing them to determine your success rate because there's politics within that, so you have to be crafty enough to know who's doing what. And I found out who was doing what, and I put myself in those positions to actually be with the artists instead of going through the handlers or going through the the, um, the buffers that they put up because that will not allow you to 
make that connection to get those records placed. And the key word to that is commitment. Are they going to commit to the record? That means that they're going to use it. And that's how you determine how you get placements. But um, I have so much unreleased music, and uh, this is the opportunity and the time for me to finally put it all out. Um, and like I was saying, some of my writers, they write for so many different people, and they're tired of giving their records to these particular artists. So, you know, it ends up being a thing of, hey, it's all on me, man. Let me do my own thing now. And that's where we are with that. So I have, like, I got at least, I got I got so much music, and we're just probably going to do more singles because the attention span and the, the records have, I don't know if you guys noticed, but the records aren't three minutes and, and, and what, ten seconds. They're more like two minutes and some change now. Oh, okay. Have you guys noticed that with, with records? I have not. Have you, Cleopatra? Yes, I actually have. Uh, very rare. <laughs> I was listening to an older track where it was about five minutes. and That's what I'm used to. That was to. long. Yeah. You know, and right, I, I, yeah. I didn't realize how long many tracks were until now on the radio you get this blip and that's it. But if you yeah. think about it, in my days, in, uh, when I was... Yeah, in the 80s, 90s, <laughs> or even in the 70s. The tracks were five minutes. They were long. Yeah, they were, and so then yeah. when they started cutting them short, I got like, what? what is this? I'm not paying for this. But now it's reverting back to uh, a two-minute, three-minute. Exactly. Two, two, yeah, they're giving you two hooks and a verse. That's it. And it's a lot of freestyling with the music now that you guys are listening to because they're catching a vibe and they're, you know, they're catching a vibe. But I do want to say something that maybe, you know, in music that people don't realize or maybe they should know mm -hmm. because we do a lot of this type of work. Um, they don't give the engineers the credit. Uh -uh. The engineers, they are the ones that really give you guys the sound that you're listening to that you fall in love with. It's not so much the guy that made the beat. It's not so much the artist. There's a big breakdown in the misconception of these records. We do records all the time, and what I mean by that is if I work with a, a A-lister and he has something that someone sent him to do, and the producer of the person that made that particular beat, they're not there. Mm. We have to make that sound, and when it comes out to credits, we may get a credit on that record, but we got to fight for that, and I don't feel like that's that's just due to the engineer. If it wasn't for us, it's like the cook who makes the great food, but he's in the kitchen stuck. Nobody sees him. Right. right. The restaurant owner takes the credit and the yes. service of everyone else, but the cook who made the food that makes everybody feel good, nobody sees him. Yes. Tip the cook. Tip the cook. That's right. Tip the cook. Yeah. I, I understand clearly being a, a producer myself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, the the host vegan, all the gifts and stuff. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, where's my gift? I'm the one yeah. who researched and brought you on. <laughs> exactly. But it, it's yeah. it's all good. I understand that, and they should get some credit to the point. Now you have been very humble with saying a listers. I'm looking at this list of people, and I just have to say. And tell people what your A-lister artists are. You have worked with 50 Cent, Chris Brown, Mary J. Blige, Nipsey Hussle, Young Ma, and the list goes on. But you yeah, also... Young M.A. M.A. Young yeah. M.A. See, I know I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> young M.A. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And how did you end up working with these people? How did they well, know about well, you? Once again, in the publishing arena, you know, um, my team, I have producers that are located in a New York or uh, in California, like my writers, and it's just a small community. Um, so people actually know you have to have a relationship. Like, you know, I have some friends that are in the industry, so it's just a matter of connecting the dots. And when you know what you're doing, people seek you out. So I've just been floating under the radar. That's all. Just, just, just staying so humble, humble, staying out of the way. <laughs> He's so humble. <laughs> I like that. But look, you're, you being humble have taken you uh, to the top with things. And so you're being grounded, but you're working hard. You're hustling. And that is what pays off. Um, this this young man that's on this track, tell me a little bit about him. Um, the All On Me? Yes. Okay, well that's a good that's a good starting point. That's James Ryder. James Ryder is one of the, the, the most creative writers I've worked with. Um and he's also a writer for Jeremiah. And um, a lot of times, you know, people don't realize what goes into these albums or these records that people put out. They just think that the A-listers write everything, but that's not true. They're like this guy, he'll write um, four or five songs a day. And what I mean by write, I don't mean physically. It's in him. Mm -hmm. We do not, no, no one on my team writes or take their phone and write or get a piece of paper and write it down. They get in the booth and they say, what are we doing? And we cut it. We don't waste time like doing that. But he's a streaming artist as well. Um, he has uh, a couple of projects that we're putting out. He has music out as well now. Um, but James is pretty incredible. It's a lot of, it's a lot of people that people don't have a clue who they mm -hmm. are, and they write for big-time people, mm -hmm. such as myself, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. You know what and it those sounds are the like? People, yeah, those are the people that I have on my team, those type of people. It okay. sounds like a lot of ingredients to make a pie. That's what it sounds like. It takes a lot of a love and a lot of time and investment to produce a product. That's what yes, I'm hearing yes. you say. Okay. It's just like cooking. A lot of, exactly, it's just the same thing. So, um I've been blessed to have a good spirit, and that's why God continues to bless me because it's not, you know, something I feel like I need to toot my horn about. I just want to do the music. I just want to let the music speak, you know, speak for itself. That's what I was always taught. You don't have to talk about it. Be about it. Push play. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? I also see that this charitable album, Draft Day, will benefit charities and social justice initiatives. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we came up with that through the NFLA, um, where we want to give back to they got the Caring for Kids program. So that is one of the uh, initiatives we're using. And uh, Black Girls Break Bread, uh, we want to mm -hmm. give back to them. Um, and there are other things that we, we have in the pipeline, but we started with those, too. Okay. And um, I just... Yeah, I'm just. I just want to give back, however I can. You know, produce something great, and continue to produce those, and be able to, you know, give people 
opportunities to have good music and then give those people opportunities to collect some money somewhere down the line for the work that we do. You're giving back. It's, it's, yes. There's nothing better than to give back. I love yes. it. And so thank you for coming on uh, the air with us today. I oh, am you. really impressed with what you're doing with NFLA. This is so cool. And I look forward to hearing more of the music that you and your team put out. And especially this James Ryder. His song or this music, which we're going to go out on commercial break with, it gives us a little rock and roll, little yeah, R&B. Mid-level. Yeah, mid-level. Right, yeah. yeah. I love it. And so, again, yeah. thank you for coming on. You have to come back onto the show. You've got to let us know what you've been doing with the talent here in Chicago because we would love to know more about our talented people here in Chicago. They do not get enough airtime for the work that they do. No, but they definitely get the YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 they do. They do. YouTube has taken over. YouTube University. Because I know I use it for everything. Yes, but I, I want to thank you um, for allowing me to, um, you know, talk about Direct Connect Music Group and all that I do. And um, anytime you can reach out to me and I don't have a problem oh, talking to you about music or sharing music with you or you got questions about music, I, I, I can tell you with no, no reservation or hesitation. So, Cleopatra, you got a voice. Can you sing? Can you rap? You know what? Actually, no. Uh, I, I cannot, but I am checking out Black Girls Break Bread, and I'm thoroughly impressed with uh, your, your tentacles and the reach that you all are doing. So, no, I, I, I can't sing. I have no musical talent. We're about to figure this you out. But I, I, my talent is in the community, something? though. Sure, so. go right ahead. Can, can I say something? Sure. It's, 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 it's the fire within that 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 you can sing everybody can sing you know it's the engineer that makes you sound good See, he, he about to would make me believe, go in the studio come on let's go in the studio believe, would mm-hmm. you believe anybody can do this I, I i can believe it i really can't because i i find myself trying to sing every now and then my husband tell me to stop <laughs> did you know did you know that whitney houston didn't write one song that her hits, her hits that she had, she didn't write them. She just knows how to sing them and convey the records. Okay. People like a Dolly Parton, Dolly, Dolly Parton wrote songs for Whitney for Houston. Yes, exactly. I recall because you know? one of the songs were, was a hit, right? I Will Always Love You. Yep, Miss Dolly Parton. So it takes, a, it takes a, a, a big producer or a person with a vision to put the team together around it to convey that type of wow, record and make it a big record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what, me and Cleopatra, we're going to sit around and we're going to figure out a good song, a rap, uh, to to uh, to do, and we're going to come at you with it, and we're going to have your engineers make us sound really good, and it's going to be a maybe a WVON song. I know, right? You should you should do that. You should do that. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you that to that because I'll show take it right. to the street. <laughs> Yeah, no, you should do that. There's no right or wrong with it. I welcome it. It's a, it'll be a great challenge and a great experience for you to see what goes into this. I love Maybe it. That's something you should do, you should do that. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, again, we got to wrap it up. Uh, thank okay. you, Mr. Derek Williams, uh, for coming on to the show. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go out into uh, 
commercial with James Ryder. Hit it tightest. You're listening to the Urban Business Roundtable presented by Ariel Investments. If you, you all missed uh, Sonya in here, she in here jamming. Yeah. So now she feel like she can sing. Come on now. Bring it to me. Oh, I love me some Mike. Right, I know, right? Forever. And, and you know what? This is a good, this is a great workout song because you don't feel like you're working out. You feel like you're just moving to the to the to groove. The, yes. And speaking of, let's introduce our next guest. You have Gene Tank Corner. And if you didn't recognize, yes, his name it brings bells from the Canadian League team. But he's also a graduate of uh, University of Northern Iowa in '94. And has moved on and elevated in ways to give back so much so that he want to get us in shape. His fitness to perfection and corporation is, is tantalizing so much. I'm motivated in my mind, and I'm going to hope he's going to get me physically there. <laughs> <laughs> and when I look at his physique, I can believe that Ooh, he can get us there. Get us there, yes. So, so welcome, Tank. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. How are these ladies doing today? We are awesome. Blessed and highly favored. Yes, yes. I don't know. You you can put me back on commercial because that Michael Jackson song, that's back in the day. I feel oh, they got oh, you over here for real. Yes, that's why I was going off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so thank, um, thank you for coming on to the show. I appreciate you. I have had a couple of conversations with you this week um, to get to know you a little better and what you are representing for fitness, wait a minute, let me get it together. Fitness to Perfection Incorporated. That's your baby. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, fitness is my baby. Yeah, that is my baby, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, fitness to Perfection is, um, you know, we look at it more as an act of It is workout, but it's act of where, you know, you can work out in or you can have you know, wear it for like all occasions. Not all the cases, but casual cases, like going to the movies, going to the store, just hanging out with your friends, comfortable wear. Um, it's very, you know, dry fit, soft style T-shirts. Uh, it's a very comfortable wear just to wear any time. Okay. So let me let me get right to the, the uh, nitty-gritty here. You know, I was on your uh, IG page, and I saw somebody on there. Looking good. Was I was creeping on his page being a stalker. <laughs> I saw somebody looking good on your page, and that was Luda. Luda is wearing your gear. How did that happen? Uh, through God. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not going to take all the credit. First of all, I'm going to give all the glory and honor to him first. Because if it wasn't for him, this company would, would go nowhere. Mm. You know, and by favor, that's why Luda's wearing my stuff. Um, a friend of mine, uh, one of my former students, you know, he works for Luda. 
And I reached out to him one day and I said, hey, I want to send Luda some stuff on my apparel, you know, let them check it out. Because, you know, archers, interceptors, all of get free gear. They don't mean they're going to wear, you know. And when I sent the outfits to my friend, he gave them to Luda. Luda likes them. You know, he's been wearing them for a while. You know, I really don't see too much about it. I don't put it out there. Let's keep see my ID tape. You know, so, uh, yeah, he's been wearing it. He likes my apparel a lot. You know, he's a video wearing it. And I, I appreciate everything he has done for me as far as wearing But yeah. I, I told my team, I told my team a long time ago, I said, listen, there's no celebrity who's going to wear something that they don't like. That's right. Then he likes it, but he's wearing it. Nobody if it's for a friend, for a family member, he's not going to wear it if he doesn't like it. Nobody. That is fair. Uh, and, and that's dope that you were able to, con- did you say your former student? Yeah, he's my, one of my former, not Luda, but one of the former. No, 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 the one students. that works for him, yeah, right? <laughs> so uh, what, yeah. you, what you're Thank establishing you. is the importance of not burning bridges and uh, sustaining your village. Because you never know, you know, as a former educator, yeah. where young people land and how doors can continue to open as we grow older. So that, I think that's amazing. Hey, oh, yeah. hey, Tank, yeah. tell us about your entre- uh, entrepreneur journey into uh, fitness. Fitness to perfection. Oh, tell us about that journey. Because uh, what I know is I'm looking at your apparel. It looks good. You have these sayings on here, putting in the work, work hard. What's that? I can't read. Work no hard. Work hard. No excuses. No excuses. Yes, but I know you had to put in some work to get here, to get to where you at. And don't forget, right? Don't forget about always dominate. Now that's my third one. Say always it again. Dominate. Always dominate. Always dominate. I always love it. Dominate. I love always it. Dominate. Now tell us, how did you get to where you're at now with this company? Oh man, it's, it was a long journey. <laughs> well, you know what? We I need to hear it. It's not, you know, we see the finished product. We see it. Right. It looks good. Right. But we want to know, how did you get there? Uh, it started back in 2003 when I first started. I was uh, I had a speed and conditioning program in the summertime for athletes that were going to school. So what I did was I decided to you know, start a camp. When I started the camp, I saw, like, all the kids running around out there, like, unorganized. Like, people had on different type of shirts. It did, the camp didn't look organized. So I said, man, I need to make something. I need to come up with something to make my camp look more professional. So uh, I started to work for a screen, a screen and a brewery company. So I started working for them. I learned about bad merchandise and good merchandise. Mm-hmm. So when I learned that, then I said, okay, let me come up with a, a logo for my shirt. So that's when I came up. Because I had females and males in my camp. I said, I want to separate these, these two. So I decided to come up with a male and female logo. That started. That went with it. I said, man, I need something else to make it pop. When he might kind of catch people's eye when running past. Because there's a logo on the front of a shirt. Don't really catch people's eye. But that's when I came up with work hard, no excuse. I said, okay, work hard, excuse. I like that. Then I came up, but then I started going to Expo. Fitness Expo just tried to sell my product. People said, man, I like your logo. I like your slogan. That's okay. So I went to an Expo here in Chicago the first time in 2015. We did very well. We probably very well. I kept looking at my product. I said, man, I need some slogan. And that's why I came up with putting in work and always dominate. Those are three that I've, that I've used and I'm going to continue to use. 
so my journey with his profession was hard but fair because there were some times where, man, I didn't think I was going to do anything. You know, when you start a business, business is not, it doesn't come, doesn't come fast, it doesn't come easy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sacrifices, there's a lot of losses, all that. I mean, I, I put in, in, in had a lot of debt because I had to get my business started, but I made that sacrifice because that's what I wanted to do. But through Lord Jesus Christ, she helped me to get there. You know what I'm saying? He said, walk by faith, not by sight. You know, so faith was not what he did. So I had to, I had to really keep myself focused on my business and to keep moving and keep moving and keep moving. Because I could have quit a long time ago, but I didn't want to quit. I wanted to keep going. And that's why I did. I, I moved my company more and more and more. Each day, each time I was always coming up with something. So when I came over to the profession, I, I mean, I, I love what I've, I've, I've done. I love how I love how my business has prospered. I love then I started getting into like more apparel, you know, more ideas, more design. And each time I did that, the business got prospered more and more and more. That is awesome. You know, we always want to hear how you grind to get to where you're at. You know, we always hear the success stories, but we never hear the background of how this success story started so thank you for sharing that with us you know because what you have done just now you have inspired somebody that's listening because people who are trying to start businesses you know i know sometimes they get stuck that's right right they don't know who to talk to who to turn to if what they're doing is the right thing and so when you hear your story of you know, yes, I had to struggle. Yes, I made some mistakes. Yes, I, I had some financial issues. But the end results is what is to be glorified. So, you know, thank you again for uh, sharing that story with us. But it's, and I will say this, if people understand that, that you think a business is supposed to happen overnight, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> If it happens overnight, let me know how it's going to work out. Ah, you know. This is a lot of, of trials and tribulation I had to go through, especially with my trademark. That had to be my biggest. That was like my biggest. Oh, man. Actually, uh, I'm in that process now. So what I was going to ask you is just the fundamentals. So, mm-hmm. you know, given the history uh, of your journey, how long you've been in a game, and what does your team look look like? Because what it what you uh, divulged in the onset is that you have a village. Uh, I'm interested in, in 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 the the challenges you overcame with securing the CPA to the attorney to the trademark, and so on and so forth. Especially as you have put product into the universe. So, uh, what has that journey been like for you? Uh, well, my journey with my trademark and lawyers. You have to have a good team. You have to. If you don't have a good team, your business has to go. Okay? My team is on my website. You take it out, you see a three pictures of my familiar. That's what I call my familiar. So what we had to do with the trademark, that was the biggest, the biggest task. Because when I first started, I had a logo that somebody else had taken from me or came up to pay my debt. I thought I was safe when I trademarked my product to Springfield. Springfield is not securing your trademark. The United States Patent Trademark That's right. is the is, is the big dog in the market. U.S. Like my PTO. Is, is enough. 
Yes, ma'am. USPTO. Yes, ma'am. Because when I found out that somebody else had stole one of my other slogans, I called Springfield. I said, hey, this lady just, you know, she just trademarked my slogan. She said, well, which trademark is that? I said, a USPTO. She said, oh, no, sweetie. They override everybody. That's right. Over everybody. Mm-hmm. So I said, man, but now I got to get on my horse to try to figure out how to get my trademark. Trademark is not cheap. Let's put it out there right now. Okay. It is not cheap mm-hmm. by no means. Okay. I had to figure out a way to get my trademark. And I'll tell the world what, you know, what happened. You know, I, my sister friend called me and said, hey, one of my her young brother wants to trademark. I don't know anything about it, so I haven't talked to you. When he talked to me, I said, well, who are you going to? He went to a group called Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. And I called him back and I said, hey, I helped you. I've done business with you guys before. They're legit. They do good work. You find any lawyer on there. I found me a lawyer. I went through that chance and man, God, please let me find a good lawyer, find a good one. And I found me one. And guess where my lawyer was from? Where? I gather stand. Really? Wow. <laughs> now tell me that ain't the hand of God. Yes. God, we went, me, me and him sat on some computer for a day and a half and went through all my trademarks together. Yeah, all the paperwork, he showed me what to do, we did it. And it's legit. Now, don't get it twisted. I was a little, I was a little nervous at first. This season in another country, right? Okay? But I stepped out. I stepped out on faith. Stepped out on faith, and that's what I did. You have to step out on faith. Faith without works is dead. I'm telling you, right, it's no good. But I stepped out on faith. Me and him did the paperwork together. Everything was legit. The guy, the lawyer, Virginia called me. It was a couple mistakes, but not on his end. It's something I could take care of. I did. And next couple months, I got my logo. Now, and I got all my trademark. Trust me, it's a good feeling when you know that you have your trademark, mm-hmm. your name. Mm-hmm. So now when I go to the expo, I don't have to look over my shoulder to see if somebody trying to steal your trademark. Trust me, if they're not trademark, they're coming, they're going to hit. This is what you're doing well with your trademark. They're going to go back home and put the computer and say, oh, they don't have this trademark. Yep. Let me uh, go to put my paperwork in. Because with trademark, it's always first come, first serve. Wow. That's how I go, you know. And so I had to, I had to go to my four O3D to do that. And I'm almost done with. I'm about to retire from where I work there right now. But not too many people gonna step out on faith and use their retirement for their business. I did. I wanted to. Okay. And it turns out for success for me. Well, it seems as though the biggest hurdle has been uh, your 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 ride with the USPTO, and then for the rest, foundation wise, you've established your team, you you have the attorney, you have your CPA, you're ready to rock and roll. Hence, why fitness to perfection has taken flight so much, so that you even have the support of a number of black celebrities, and your growth on social media is is taking full force. So, kudos to you in terms of understanding. The difference, as I try to teach folks, too, between getting a, a, a trademark within state and the beauty of the USPTO protecting it across the states and territories, is a difference mm-hmm. in the magnitude that it reaches. And so much so, as you begin to expand your footprint, international would probably be on the horizon, too. That would be my advice for you, um, because folks are buying all across the globe, you know? Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. All right, Tank, is mm-hmm. there anything else you want to share with our audience? 
Oh, no, I just, you know, well, I will say this. When, when people buy my, my apparel, you know, look at it like it's active wear, not just working out. You can't work out either, but always remember, those slogans are about life lessons. It's just not about working out. You know, you have to work hard with no excuses. You have to put the work in. Once you put the work in, you got to always dominate when you get where you're at. Because nobody's going to give you nothing that's worth free. Nobody. You have to work hard. And don't let nobody tell you what you can and cannot do. Trust me, I've had people tell me before, uh, you can't do this stuff. Other brands have got the, the market corner. I don't care. That doesn't scare me. Mm, that's right. always want to be competition in this world, ladies. Always. always. Competition when I play sports. There's competition when you go for a job interview. When, there, when does the competition stop? It never stops. That's right. It you never know, does. And it never does. And I just want to say a shout out to my team for helping me, for being there for me. Uh, my sisters, Lisa, Lisa, uh, Gail, Colin, uh, my graphic designers, my lawyers, my accountants, all the guys, you know, my mom, my mom's been my biggest, my, my, uh, my mother, <laughs> she is a, she is a, she's a ward member, she's a workhorse. She always, you know, pushes me, makes me understand that I used to be down right about my business. I used to think about other people. My mom would always tell me, don't worry about us. Worry about your stuff. Don't worry about it. That's you right. Know. Moms are the best. They are always cheering us on. Tank, you know what I forgot to ask you? You know, yes, I know ma'am. that your clothing is, is it the, um, what is that? Dry fit. Dry mm-hmm. fit versus cotton. Because I wear me a lot of cotton shirts because I, I'm I thinking love dry you, fit. you love dry fit. So tell us I the wear difference. I dry fit. Oh, see, that? tell us the difference. Ooh. We ain't got that much time, but Ooh. tell us the difference really quick with cotton and dry fit. And then tell us how we Ooh, can find you your gear. Okay. Ooh, cotton. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I'm going to say this. Cotton is more like um, like a sponge. I'm going to put it like, like a sponge. It absorbs a lot of the sweat. It's not going, it's in the shirt. You know how you take a sponge, you can wring it out once you're done with it? Yes. Wring it and all the water come out. That's how cotton is. Dry fit is more of a cool fit. It's thinner. And when you're running or you're working out or whatever it may be, it evaporates. It mm. evaporates from the shirt. Okay. That's why it's not so heavy when you have it on. It may have a little sweat, but it's, it's, a, it's a fabric core when you work out. I choose dry fit more than anything else. That's mostly our style. My T-shirts are more like a soft style. It's almost like it's some of the dry fit but a soft style. A lot of people don't like to wear tight too much. I don't sell it. Because it's so rough on your skin. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dry fit is more loose. It's more. It's not heavy. You feel more comfortable. But it's tight. You always moving around. I just prefer dry fit over. Okay. Tell us how so, we can find your gear. Uh, you can find my gear on uh, my website at www.fitness2perfection.com. www.fitness2perfection.com. Uh, my social media is Instagram. You can find me in there at uh, Fitness with the number two, the Perfection LLC. That's where you can find me. And if you have any questions and you want to follow my company, you can email me at jlcorner at fitness2perfection.com. 
I love it. People, check out his website. Check out his IG. You will see all of his gear there. It looks outstanding. I love it. I will be shopping soon for his products. So thank you again for coming on. We have to wrap up the show. One more thing. Go right ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. Miss Cleopatra, I just want to say hello, DST. You oh. got 96 Deuce Dog. <laughs> hey, what's going on with you, Fry? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put it out there let you know. I ain't going to say nothing. I want to wait to the end. Oh, I appreciate the Coleman love. You know what's That's going on. That's my sister, DST, as well. Well, y'all done went the right way. Made the right way. I hear you. All righty. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so you know what, Cleopatra, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. I appreciate the invite. Yes, and so, and Curtis, whatever you're doing out there in that world, be safe. And um, thank you to our sponsors, Aerial Investments. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at UBR1690. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>